who is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes me <laughs> It's Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Hey. Hey. I don't like that. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hey, 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 y'all. How you guys doing? This is Damio. And this is Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. We are back again with another episode, you all. How you guys feeling? How you doing, girl? How you doing? How you feeling? How was your week? What was your highlight? What made you smile? Well, you guys, I think for me, my highlight was um, me and Erica got to be correspondents at the Miss Diaspora Nigeria beauty pageant. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know what? It was really great to be in the field. You know, it's one thing to be a podcaster, but we're also media journalists. And as media journalists, it's it's really fun to also get down the field and do events and do things like that. Absolutely. Um, Check out the video on YouTube, y'all. Our YouTube actually has a lot of videos now. Let's plug that cross-culture podcast on YouTube. Go watch some of um we're getting more and more of our visuals up mm-hmm. there so y'all can also see us get into our looks get into the facial expressions so do that with us as well absolutely i like that yeah shout out to us absolutely i think that would be my same too because you know as you know when you're working event like many things will happen you know what i'm saying um so i love that we took initiative to make things work for us um and not have to like wait on someone to like help us out like we we did this shit so yes. you know uh we're i'm glad we're able to like think quick <laughs> on our feet um it just made me proud of us that like oh we've been doing this for a while we know what we're doing for you know sure we, we could we be our own production crew yep. I think, and you know also shout out to us because this is the first time we have to be our own production in the field mm-hmm. we usually like you know, we rely. Shout out to our, our production guy, Caduce. We love you. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, like, we have to book somebody and, you know, try yeah. to get it. And this is, like, the first time that we were like, it's no, you we and can I. Do it. We yeah, got it. We so, did it. Sometimes you just got to work with what you have. Clap you know? for us. Clap for us. Yep, yep, We yep. growing every every day. Yep. I just have another highlight. Um, I would say that, you know, I've been having hard talks. You know, those hard conversations. And normally I tend to shy away from them. Um, but I'm like, you know what? I'm an adult. It's inevitable. You got to have conversations that are uncomfortable, right? In order to move forward, in order to learn better about yourself, um, in order to be a, a better partner, friend, whatever the case may be, a better you. Um, and I had, you know, I had quite a few hard conversations this week, you know, with those who I need to have it with. And it went well, you know? So I'm proud of myself for, like, just being bold and confident in myself, Um not you know, not shying away from it. We love that. We love to hear it. Thank you, thank you, girl. Seriously, because that is a hard part of adulthood, you know, of like standing up and saying what you got to say. Mm-hmm, absolutely, but yeah, let's get into it. Dami, you know how we like to start, guys. We like to start with the hot topics. All right, guys. So you guys know, like we always like to get out some of the more disheartening news at the top of the podcast, mm-hmm. and this week. Um, unfortunately, there has been a series of devastating wildfires 
in Lahaina and Maui, Hawaii. Mm. Um, on Tuesday, the National Weather Service alerted Hawaii residents of a red flag situation where dry conditions mixed with the strong winds from Hurricane Dora, a Category 4 storm off the um, southern coast, now you know, created that um, wildfire. As of right now, almost the entire island has caught fire, and there has been up to... 36 dead and over 270 structures damaged. Wow. Um, so <clears throat> I do definitely want to send prayers out to people in Hawaii. Um, you know, I think Hawaii often, you know, it gets forgotten as part of the United States. Mm -hmm. Like We love Hawaii, but it's definitely part of the United States. Mm -hmm. um, so I do hope that the Biden administration is caring for them as they care for Ukraine, as they care for France, okay. as they care for all these other places that have their things. Yeah. What do you think about the... This immigration thing going on, especially in New York, with all the immigrants, like, literally just outside. In Chicago, too. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's really disheartening. I think that the, the U.S. has not figured out a great way to deal with um, the fact that we, we do share a border with a country mm -hmm. that has such civil unrest and mm -hmm. what that means in terms of, um, you know, being an ally to mm -hmm. our continental partner yeah. or while also like maintaining, you know, the resources of the United States. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think there's just a, a, a huge question of like, it all goes into how immigration is handled. I do think at this point, Mexican immigration needs to be handled differently. Mm -hmm. Like Mexican and Canadian immigration should be handled differently mm -hmm. because we share borders. Yeah. 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 So like, I don't know, I do, but I don't think that they should just have these people just scattered all over the country yeah. outside. Like, I don't know. Or or enlist, get your other countries to enlist. I was like, just going to say yeah. other countries should also enlist too. But what do you think about when people say that, you know, yeah, when people say that, you know, how America going to help all these other immigrants, but, you know, America can't help its own people, that there is a lot of, um, you know, just American homeless population. Um, a lot of people need resources. What are your thoughts regarding that? Cause sometimes I feel conflicted with that. I mean, I think it's just a poor thing. It's a poor infra infrastructure thing because at the end of the day, like, you do got to help other people because of, you you know, foreign affairs. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, you know, scratch your back, you scratch mine because there's so much that happens um, across country lines that we have no idea about. Exactly. And it's like, hey, yo, y'all may think that we just helping Ukraine, but little do you know, Ukraine was the ones who gave us the vaccine first. Mm -hmm. or You know what I mean? Like, just little things. So I think it's important, but I do think there's just such poor infrastructure in the U.S. Yeah. Um, you know what I found out recently? Mm -hmm. That the idea of credit, like a credit, like having a credit card, didn't start until like 1982 mm -hmm. like it's super super recent yeah it's not like an old like they've been doing this for the longest yeah and i just think that like i don't know america just be doing shit and they be acting like they've done it forever mm -hmm. um and i think that we just are a country where like change some stuff mm -hmm. like stop acting like you can't change it because you do it all the time mm -hmm. change it and mm -hmm. make it better yeah no well said i totally agree with that well said all right, continuing on, like we said, our prayers to those affected by those um, Hawaii fires. The next thing that we are also going to talk about is, um, man, this one we're going up on social media. Girl. Let's talk about what happened down at Montgomery in the Montgomery Bolt <laughs> Brawl. Now, if you have been living under a rock, or let's just say you're busy. I'm not going to say you've been living under a rock. Mm -hmm. Let's say this was a busy week for you. 
you are unaware that on August 5th, a co-captain of a boat called the Harriet, you know, the Harriet. the Harriet is the name of the boat, was trying to dock his boat at a dock. Right. Mm. This captain comes down off the dock and he's trying to get these white people who have a personal boat to move their boat over so he can park the commercial boat. Yeah. Right. Now, he has asked them for the past 45 minutes, move the boat, move the boat. But they refuse to move the boat. Mm-hmm. So he gets off the boat and gently moves the boat. Yeah. To which he is then. Followed by being jumped by a series of white boys. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not just talking about regular white boys, Abercrombie and Fitch white boys. The good, no, good old white boys. I'm talking about them good old boys. Mm-hmm. The Dukes of Hazard type boys. Mm-hmm. Type boys. Yeah, no. Um, those, those type. So, in the midst of this, what happens has to be one of the greatest, um, Greatest modern examples of black unity. Okay. Like, we have not seen black people come together like this in a good long yes. time. I think since George Floyd died, we haven't seen this mm-hmm. type of black unity. So what happens is there is a boy, 16 years old, jumps in the water, swims, boom, boom, Gee, boom. swam across, boy. boy. And they said black people can't swim. He swam. They <laughs> said he delivered the fade in the water. Like, the Ooh. jokes upon jokes upon jokes. Like, this this whole situation has been amazing. So after the boy come in, boom, he bing, bing, bing at him. Next thing you know, some more black people come and... It's a riot. Yeah. It's a riot. We got chairs swinging, things happening, and I'm just so, I'm really, really excited about this. <laughs> Honestly, I am. Outside of the jokes of social media, mm-hmm. I think that it's like, it's really powerful to just see how, you know, now we see the aftermath. People are going to jail. People get, yeah, you know, they get jammed up. But I think just thinking in the moment of like, wow, this is one of our people. Like, you didn't know the story. You don't you know, know what nothing. happened. You just see, hold on. It's. Four or three white men against this one black, black man. man Elderly black man at that, though. He was like a, he was an older man. They, so it yes. wasn't like, oh, he was a young man. It was an yes. older man yes. with younger white boys. Boy, maybe like in their 20s or 30s or yeah. so. You know, fighting this like 50-something-year-old man. And Muff was like, hell no. You ain't finna hit bro now. Yeah, and uh-uh. it, it was just, it was really one of the most beautiful yeah. things. Yeah. Honestly, like... You know, and so much is surrounding that. So there's reports coming out that actually said two hours before that because um, Mm -hmm. that particular dock in Alabama is historically important because it is a dock where they used to sell and lynch slaves. Mm -hmm. And two hours prior to that fight, some women, I guess, you know, I don't know, you know, people be on the ancestral plane type stuff, just decided to go and pay homage to the ancestors, drop flowers, Mm -hmm. do a prayer, whatever they were doing, two hours before then. And then I'm telling you, Boom! It just happened. Um, I mean, what do we? What do you think, Erica? Like, About, would you have jumped in? If I was a man, yeah. Women jumped in because oh, know, I did see women because white yeah. women jumped in. So you know, some white women jumped mm-hmm. in for their men. So the black women jumped in. So would you have jumped? I in? ain't seen no black women. I black only women saw jumped in. really when the white women jumped in. The black women jumped, jumped in. in. Yeah. I mean, would I have jumped in? I don't know. But I would encourage motherfuckers to jump in. <laughs> You'd be the commentator. Like, yes. It depends on the situation. You know, I feel like it was majority women, it's elderly folk. Yeah, it was like, come on, I gotta do something. You know, whether it's I call the police, whether I get other people something. You know what I'm saying? I won't be one of those like I'm just standing and recording it. No. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, but I think it's, I think it's a good thing. We definitely need more than more stuff like that, and hopefully we're able to unite and not just like when it's time to fight, like physically, but also unite when it's time to fight in other aspects, you know, in the community, you know, and you know, in our society and stuff like that, in businesses and education, you know. So I like to see us really put that energy to that too. I mean, I think this is just definitely a reminder of what, like, not even to make it super deep, but you know, the Montgomery, Alabama, is. The heart of civil rights. Absolutely. And outside of that, I think that what we're seeing now is people step up where they're supposed to step up. Not just physically, but like post this. You see lawyers coming out like, yo, anybody need anything? Yeah, I love that. I'll support Mm -hmm. you. You see some affluent people saying, you know, if people need bail, hit me up. Mm -hmm. You see people spreading the word. And then I like when I think about civil rights and what it was, Mm -hmm. um, black freedom movement of all kind, Mm -hmm. I think about how everybody does their part. Exactly. You know, and I think that's what is missing in today everybody yeah. wants to be that the voice everybody want to be jamal green and you know dr umar and be the face and the voice mm-hmm. but the reality is like we need we need those, everyone has their role everybody has their role we need to keep encouraging people to go to school and be the doctors but who's gonna be the doctors that bandage these people up after they got beat up okay you know who's gonna be the lawyers yeah who's gonna be the 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 people who's gonna like who's gonna be the advocates who's gonna be the the publicists for these people mm-hmm. To protect them, to help them know the right thing to say as they get all these fames. So I, I definitely think that, like, y'all, let's keep that energy. They said um, white people have January 6th and we got August 5th. <laughs> that's for us. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, but speaking of things to, to supposedly fire and it's coming back, COVID. Apparently COVID is back you know, with a vengeance, with a different level, and it's called what COVID EG point five. Oh, sorry, wrong one. Oh, what was that? I don't like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they say the symptoms are largely the same as the previous variants, but they cl- include fatigue, fever, and dry cough. I've also been seeing on social media like a form of pink eye could uh-huh. also be a sign of um, COVID as well. You know, like pink eye that lasts longer than the normal, like, like when seven you days. Had that first Who know? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that first, I had yeah. a really bad eye infection. It yeah. really could have been. Even my eye doctor was like, yeah, this may be a strain of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really could have been. But, you know, people are now back in the hospitals, you know. Um, this is, you know, across the country. So it's not just like a little area. It's like 19, 19 cases in the country. Um, I show that like this variant is pretty pretty like it's attacking people. It was called like the COVID or Eris or Eris. Eris, it's called Eris. Eris. So it's EG point five, also called um Eris. Um, I don't know. You know they've had so different different variants. They've had Omicron, Beta, Girl, Delta. Alpha. It was a, it was. A, I mean, Mm-mm. I think that at this point, um, the fear like I think now they're kind of almost trying to use fear mongering to mm-hmm. yield. Because let's be honest, COVID was a peaceful time in the country. I mean, outside of people dying from a disease, mm-hmm. it was like crime was low, pollution was low, mm-hmm. prices was low, everything was calm. Mm-hmm. So I think that sometimes um, when they say COVID, they almost use it as a way to like, like especially around this time, to like, mm-hmm. all right, y'all, y'all had summer, it's time to bring mm-hmm. it back. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like, at this point, it's the flu. Not to, not to like make it not serious, mm-hmm. but I think that... It has evolved enough. Like, autumn symptoms are, like, mm-hmm. bad flu symptoms. You know, like, that's kind of what it is. Because I did read an article where they were saying um, they're going to have another booster for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you take this booster for the heiress? Um, Probably not. Probably not. Um, 
But I do think that I don't think it's just a, a fear monger thing or just trying to like you know a social media tactic. I do think that this COVID shit is real. No, I think because, COVID exists. I don't want to sound like that. It yeah, exists. and I think that in some cases it's probably getting worse. And you know, it did say like you know it just mainly affects those who already have pre-existing conditions and older folks. Mm-hmm. So it's like people motherfuckers still die from this shit. You know? Yes, for sure. Um. So I I know I. Well, you know, somebody I know that I worked with for a little bit, elder lady has a lot of health conditions, so she's very, very careful. It's like a small cough. It's like uh, you can't you can't even cough around her because she may get it and die. You know what I mean? Um, so you just have to be very, very careful. Like for me, like I, you know, I was thinking. I was thinking maybe I should just, you know, stop um, requesting clients from wearing masks because, you know, I work from home, so mm. I have clients wear a mask. But I was like, nah, it's okay. My folks can still wear their mask. Like, you know, like it's still, let's say, you know, I was like, okay, maybe when I open my shop, but I still require yeah. it. But, you know, since a public setting, it's not a public mandate anymore. I would, I know I would still wear my mask no matter what, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, just to protect myself. Because my folks be coming in sick, acting like they're not sick, you know? Yeah, for sure. And nowadays, it's just... How all these different variants are, like, of course, it doesn't show the same in anyone. So it may be a small flu, a small sneezing, whatever. But it's like, uh-uh, I still don't want that. No, you know? for, for sure. I don't want to dismiss it or make it sound like COVID is not mm-hmm. a real disease. I had COVID, so I know that shit. Oh, my sure my smell is still not the same. So I'm not you saying, real? yeah, yes. it's still not the, the same. Um, wow. So I would never say that COVID not exist. I'm saying, like, I think the way that they report it mm-hmm. is, like, in a way, like, I think it's calculated. Like, I, like all this... I feel like when they want you to go outside, they say, oh, COVID is, is done. No more quarantine. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, 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 nah. The scientists are saying what's the lowest. But when they ready for us to get back inside, yeah. they start saying, oh, it's on the rise. Yeah. This is that and the others. I'm like. It's too much that should um, never left. crazy information been, out there. Been around. Yeah. I think that's the new. It's it's the new flu. Like this. It's around. Absolutely. Like COVID yeah. is around now. Yeah. It's, not, it's not probably going, not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I do daydream about having another lockdown. I ain't gonna lie. Not daydream, fantasy. like you know, be like oh, it'll be nice having another lockdown. It was decent. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm be like, I was like, damn, I thought we was gonna start adopting lockdowns in the winter. And <laughs> okay, something like okay. let's make this a you know, I could work from home for two three months from December to February. Yeah, like Jeez. yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually open to it. It'll give us a good month. Um, but yeah, girl. Okay, okay. All right, so let's talk about um, something else that really kind of turned up social media. So you guys know we have been reporting literally for like the past three to four, damn, damn, it feel like four years almost about this uh, Megan and it was Tory Lanez COVID, case. Right? Yeah, it was like that was the peak story of COVID, mm-hmm. right? Um, we've seen COVID, we've seen the incident, we've heard the trial, we've heard the music, the subs, everything. And finally, the moment has happened where Tory mm, Lanez mm, was mm. finally sentenced and he got his punishment. Mm. Um, and his sentencing came to 10 years in prison. 10 years is a lot. Now, this has been, social media has been up, right? Um, there's mm-hmm. two parts of this. One, there's a lot of conversation going out about the fact that some celebrities wrote Tory Lane's um, letter. Oh, okay. Before his sentencing. And the point of them writing letters, you know, it's the kind of sway the judges like to have the sentence. Should they get should you get the max? Should you get the leads? What what to do? Um, some of these celebrities include Iggy Azalea. Okay. A lot of people went on her ass. His hair doctor wrote a letter. Um, Joe Budden, because y'all know I listen to Joe Budden podcast. He said he was asked to write a letter. I do not know if he actually wrote the letter. Mm-hmm. But it was said, like, a lot of celebrities wrote letters and showed their support drake mm-hmm. um meek mill different people were asked yeah um so let's 
start there for yeah. a second. How do you feel about that? Because a lot of people were like, cancel Iggy, fuck Izzy. I mean, Iggy, um, anybody that wrote a letter to Tori, cancel them. No, I don't think they have to be canceled. I want to ask, what was his convictions again? He was convicted of reckless endangerment with a weapon, uh-huh. um, assault with a deadly weapon, okay. and um, having a gun unlicensed. Like okay, a, okay. Um, I don't think those celebrities have to be canceled because it's not like... Let's say he murdered somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, he's a rapist or, you know, something like that. Not to take away that this the criminal act that he did, like not to take with the severity of this situation. Um, but it's like if they feel like I feel like especially if it's in support of like, okay, we're not saying he shouldn't serve time, we're not saying he shouldn't be punished. But like, okay, ten years. I feel like ten years is a lot. Ten years is, is ten. Is ten tough. years. I'm gonna is, say that ten years is tough. Ten years is a lot, especially knowing our justice system, right? Mm-hmm. And knowing how it's very, very. It's not a fair justice system, you know. Mm-hmm. Knowing how you know the, our white counterparts who are doing more crazier crimes you get three to four years. Are getting three months and probation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or just get a little slap on the wrist and that's it. You know or. Uh, what's it called when you're locked up at home? Um, House arrest. Yeah, yeah I, you know what I mean. Like they're not getting, but I'm like, that's I'm like, what was the conviction? Did they say attempted, you know, involuntary something? But it's just like, oh, it's reckless endangerment, like the weapon. Yeah, you're being goofy with a gun. I definitely. Ten years is a lot. I mean, I definitely think that. Um, I think people need to lay off celebrities for supporting their friends. I think that, right. that this whole culture of just y'all are fans. D- decide whether or not you're gonna support that person as a fan. Yeah. But if I have experiences with this person, we've kicked it, we've done this, we've mm-hmm. done that. I'm not gonna. Not, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all fake if that's how y'all move. Mm-hmm. Truth be told, if y'all only there for the good times for you and your friends, and as soon as they have a little issue, because as you said, he ain't killed a girl. Not you know not to trivialize it, but he did not exactly. He didn't kill the girl, and in all honesty, y'all accept all type of slaughter and murder and abuse and all other facets and ways. So it's like clearly that's not no make or break point in the hip hop or black culture. Let's just Abs- be actual facts. Okay, that's not no okay. make or break point. Um. But I do think okay, like let's get get into him being sentenced for ten years. Mm-hmm. I think that that's definitely a lot. Golly, ten what do you year, think? Ten years of his life. I think like a good six maybe years. Six years? Yeah. Maybe five, six. I thought I think three years is okay. Yeah. No, because I would have said like maybe five. Because only because just to punish him small because Tori didn't calm down in between. Like all the all the, I get, like some of this doing. I feel like is you getting a little bit of you getting your ass handed to you in a way. Low key. Low, no, not actually high fucking Because it's like you really, you've been like this. You've you've always been somewhere Listen, way karma, karma is a bitch. Karma is karma a bitch. Is a so bitch. karma coming back. That's why I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. He, could, he could sit for six, five, six. Yeah. But I definitely think, though, that, um, I mean, I, I just, I do think that, as I said before on this case, I think that because Tori got put with the with the whole gun thing it made it seem like he was like the worst person in this whole scenario mm-hmm. but i really feel like if you really listen and think about the entire case i feel like every last one of them were fucked up and it's really to me it's actually even more messed up that of all of them that was in that messed up situation he's the only person that's getting punished mm. who else do you think should be punished i think kelsey got away too free kelsey mm-hmm. kelsey got away real free yeah like kelsey literally got to go on move on have a baby have a good life like like, what should have been her punishment? She ain't shoot nobody. But I think that the whole thing, like, it was the fight. Like, I just think that it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just is messed up that Tori had the gun. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think 
True to today, I don't think that he was the one who intended to shoot her. I think them girls was fighting, and he let one off in the air to be like, hey, you bitches calm down. Mm-hmm. And Because that's what it sounded like. That's what I heard from the little, you know, they tried to release all the ring light, woo-woo, all of that. I just felt like you did too much. But I feel like everything for that night was already going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. It was already wrong that you were sleeping with your best friend's man. Yeah. It was already wrong that I was like Kylie Jenner house, drunk as hell, mm-hmm. did not know when to go home. It was already wrong that on top of y'all being messy, y'all all went home in the same car. Mm-hmm. Like, that's weird. I feel like at the point it came out that he was fucking messing with both of y'all, then somebody should call the Uber. Yeah. Never all should y'all been in the car. Mm-hmm. Kelsey could have called an Uber. If, if Tori and Megan was going to play celebrity, Kelsey could have called an Uber. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or somebody could stay with her. I just think that it, it was it was messed up that y'all got out in the middle of Beverly Hills to start fighting over this short-ass nigga. Of course. Like, the everything was messed up, and it just got to, damn, but he the one that shot the gun in there. And that's it. And that just. And that's it. Motherfuckers fight every day. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. fight. Girls, best friends fight every day. You fuck my man, you fuck my man. That Motherfuckers have baby for their sister's husband. Like, it happens every day. Mm-hmm. But you're the one who was goofy enough to get the gun. Whether, however you shot it, you shot yeah. the gun. It wasn't like you guys were out in the field in the gun range yeah. or whatever. You was in the middle. You had me in the streets in Hollywood. So where were they? Beverly Hills. Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? Calabasas. You know, and then you're shooting a gun. Come on, you bring the hood to this area. Yeah. Come on. Uh uh-uh, uh. No, really? yeah. It, it so I feel like all that player, like, let's say this shot yeah. in the hood, you know, it may have been different, actually. It would have been different. But also, like, oh, different. you brought this nonsense to Beverly Hills. I'm sure they haven't played a role with the sentencing to treat other motherfuckers, to teach all these other rap niggas a yeah, lesson. we don't do that. Don't bring your bullshit yeah, here. Yeah. That's really, so I think it's not. The sentencing obviously is not just like oh because of the pop pow he did. I think it's a combination of everything. It's everything. He's getting his ass handed back it's to Rock him. Nation. It's karma. You know, it's oh you brought the shit to Hollywood. Whether yeah. it's Rock Nation, it's, it's and then the gra gra he did too. He was he he, he wasn't remorseful. He's and he's not remorseful. Like, I don't even think till today. And I feel like him and his daddy, they they both going crazy. Like I what? feel like all this apology of like oh me and Megan bonded over our mother. I feel like if you would have started off with all of this. Your your case would have went so different. Like your case would have went so different. Exactly. To be like, you know, immediately be like, okay, you know what, Megan, I didn't mean for it to go. Every the night went crazy. I don't even think Megan would have pursued it if he would have went about it differently. No, because he was denying it hard as hell. But then I, everybody was on his side. Fifty Cent was on side, like, oh no, you know, everybody is lying. Woo woo woo. No, he didn't shoot her. He, he was like, he said now, he didn't do anything. And I, I, truth be told, I think that he still don't feel like he shot her. Like in his mind, I think that because I think that the narrative that he's trying to change mm-hmm. is that I did not intentionally shoot the girl. Exactly. I think that's what he's trying to change. I, I think that like, okay, like he wasn't like I want to murder her yeah i think i don't think so too but that is the image she did put out when we when we first heard about it she made it seem like we got into it i said no he shot me because he was mad he's a little short nigga mm-hmm. but um but you could still shoot somebody without the intent to kill them ex- and, th- and that's, that's what, what he's not getting fo- exactly that's i don't so i don't think getting. he was like i'm trying to sh- kill her yeah but it gave like i'm trying to whether it's to shut the bitch up mm. teach her a lesson whether like, it's like dance bitch dance whatever <laughs> it is like it, it has some type of intention behind it if not because of that recording that came out yeah. that he would say yeah man i was just so fucked up man yeah. i barely remember what happened but yeah. i was just when he was talking to kelly what's her name kelsey, kelsey. kelsey. you know what i'm saying so it's like wow that's it right there you that's you confess right there yeah that's it. What do you think this is going to do to Megan Thee Stallion's career? Because people have been saying, because look, I heard, you know, again, I listen to different podcasts, um, and different people have said that in the industry, 
people don't rock with Megan. That's mm-hmm. why it looks like so many people supporting Tori because they're saying that like, you know, Megan moves funny. Okay. Megan, um, you know, she's some type of way. She mm-hmm. discards people. Mm-hmm. She's like, they, they say she moves funny with people. So is that, that people don't rock with Megan post this event or pre this thing? I think that they're, I think that they probably didn't even really, because how famous, you know, Megan was famous, but like, how long was she famous before this thing happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that there's a combination of things mm-hmm. that have led to people not wanting to rock with her. Yeah. And I think that maybe this was like the real pinnacle of like, you really, you blowing, you making it like this when you know and it I was think like this. What yeah. What's making it like that is because she also lied too. Exactly. That's, that's, that's why exactly. my friend is like, they probably don't want to fuck with her because mm-hmm. like she's problematic. I feel like, again, you know, she was, she was fairly new to the game. Yeah. So she hasn't really established strong roots with her other parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. them to be like, I'm holding her down. Everyone knew at the end of the day it was some goofy shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You were on his COVID radio, shaking your booty. Come on. You you know, he liked your friend. You fucked him, whatever. That interview you did with Gail, too, it very put a bad Chad, spot. That, it, interview. that fake cry. It was like, we could tell, like, this is not For you sincere. to say that you didn't even have any sexual relationships yeah, with him. Yeah, like, oh. like, come on. Like, you, she should have just not even done any interview. She should have mm-hmm. just kept quiet, you know? Um, but what do I think it's gonna do to her career? I feel like I feel it definitely will affect her career. It yeah. already has affected her career yeah. because it's taking money out of her pocket, you know, to do all this paying for lawyers, whatever. It's taking time out for her to be recording her album. You know what I'm saying? People are more focused on the case than whatever music she's making. Yeah. She hasn't really been on social media she's, in a while. Yeah. She's not active like that on social media, you know. Yeah. Um, so I hope that it doesn't destroy her career. I hope even if. Maybe she may go to maybe hard to go to what ex ex boyfriend does right be a ghostwriter or something. Yeah, Hopefully no. she's still able to you know be in you know. I feel like she'll come back, but I feel like Megan be try- like I think that Megan has to take accountability, mm-hmm. and that's what people and then people will forgive her. Yeah, I think that like people, some people like as you said, people are mad because it's like girl, but you still acting like the victim, and it's yeah. like you were the victim by nature of because of the incident you got hurt. Mm-hmm. Like that, you shouldn't have got hurt. Yeah, you know, but you're not the victim in the in the origin of the situation. Like that's not like you're not completely innocent in this situation. You just not like if anything, you was the villain originally. Like if that gun would have never went off, you was the villain. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, again, you know, no shade to Meg. You know, we love Megan, but it's like. I think that, that that's what people are waiting for, for yeah. Megan to say, hey, I I, I, brought, I came in here on a hot girl brand. And sometimes this is, sometimes when you're a hot girl, you get burned. Like, and, and just be honest like that. Like, I was hot. I was having fun. I was with a guy. And the guy I was with, he wasn't good. And we, and, and we made mistakes. And I shouldn't have got shot, but, you know, I shouldn't have did that either. Lesson learned. And just keep it like that. Lesson learned. And we will, we will forgive you, Meg. Man, let's talk about something. Some juicy, some, you know, you know my favorite topic. Okay. Sex. Wow, that's your favorite topic. Yeah. Actually. I thought it was relationship love. No sex. <laughs> so um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with who Four is. You know, Four he was on what was it? Black, Black Ink, Ink Chicago. Chicago. You know, he's a tattoo artist and he's also oh, a rapper or is. Is he still? Uh, yeah, he's still a tattoo oh, artist. Okay. Yes. Um, he's a rapper too. Um, you know, he was on a right TV show. Long story short, he put he made you know he posted a picture on Instagram with him in a cage with like a full like a gag in his mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, long story short, he is into pegging, and Ooh. the story behind that is that you know he did it a 
uh, dominatrix, you know, in the past, and that you know exposed him to that lifestyle. Can you explain to our listeners what, what pegging is? is? Um, pegging is if to break it down is to have a man go on all four, so like in a doggy position, and you basically fuck him have, in the ass. He don't have to be on all four. Oh, he yeah, but he can have his legs up. It could be from the side, same way. Sure, but you you know you basically insert in some type of tool, whether it's a sex to, sex toy, a cucumber, something, or whatever. Yes, and you you know fucking him in the ass. Pretty much that's it. Um, and he said that he enjoys it. Now he said Ooh. it's only done with women, so it's not like um. So he's not it's homosexual, happened, right? Um, but you know, being with you know exposed to that BDSM lifestyle, it kind of like you know tested the limits and see what he likes. And she actually said he started off first with the person he was dating when he, she will um toss a salad, right? Like, That's the term, like you know, mm-hmm. eat his butt, and then you know uh, upgraded to just a little finger there, oh, you wow. know, and, you know rubbing up the you know anus and stuff, and then no, not the Gucci. Just the, oh. the anus rubbing of it, and then finger inserting, and then of course you upgrade to oh let's do the full thing. Oh wow! So is that something you would you do that to your man? No. Okay, even no. if your man is into it, like babe, this is my G spot right here. Um, you know we're husband, like we are together. We're supposed to please each other, leave each other's live by each other's fantasies. The most I could probably do is a finger. I can't be doing no full pegging. So you stuck your finger in and out. Not in and out, but like on some climax, you know. Okay, in what position would you do that? I like mean, when you're giving missionary. him head. Okay, yeah. okay. So, so you kind of spread the cheeks out yeah, a little bit. Yeah, not spread. You make you it know, weird. You open it Just, a little bit. You know, same way they do us. Equality. Oh, they don't do me like that. But oh, okay. well. Oh, so that's your experience. When I've had anal play, yeah. Oh, this is a long you've time had ago. anal play. Wow, my life don't even like this no more. It's completely yeah. opposite, but. At the time, I had anal play, and um, it was similar to that experience. First, okay. start here, move there, mm-hmm. upgrade there, but I didn't get to no full peg either. Peg. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I can't do it. Well, I can't. Oh, wait. Whoa. Really? Not a peg. What is this? I forgot this is not the Patreon. I almost said it. I was, I was, I was too quick at the lips. I calmed myself down. Interesting. Anyway, Sean. Um, okay, so you say it's not something that you would do. But do you consider, is, do you see it as a homosexual act? No, if a it's guy not wants it, want to? Okay. No. I mean, it's only homosexual if you only want that. I feel like this is like down low because then you don't like any other forms of sex. Like mm-hmm. that's the only thing. Then I feel like, mm, then you probably just don't like. Sex mm-hmm. with females because mm-hmm. you don't like that. But, like, if you know you were a straight man and you're just like, you like, I mean, pegging is kind of extreme for me. I'm, I wouldn't consider you gay, but I wouldn't be into it at all. Yeah, is there a turn off for you? Somewhat because okay. I, I, I think that's a lot. I can't put the image of like, um, the man that I'm with having a phallic object up his anus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a lot for me to think about. And I was reading people's comments, and they were saying, like, damn, like, this is spiritual warfare. So this is of, like, you know, you doing it, you're, like, what's the term? Is it emasculating a man? Uh-huh. Um, you know, it takes away the man's mas- masculinity of him even allowing you to do that, too. And I'm, like, hmm. According to who? I feel like men got to stop telling other men what emasculates them. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying I think that like If you as a man Are confident Then you're ma- Like part of masculinity Is confident Yeah yeah So if you're confident In whatever it is you do Then you, you got it But if like When you start Letting other men Shift your And now That's when yeah. I feel like You're emasculated mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's not would I do it now? Okay, to be honest, I do. I think I've, I've mentioned how I do like BDSM, right? Mm-hmm. And a part that I do like is to, you know, have a man. Um, what's the right way to say this? In bondage. I don't want to say <laughs> emasculate a man per se, but like to be like I'm the bitch, I'm in charge. The like dominatrix. Yeah, do, yeah, dominate a man actually. Yeah. So uh, like example would be like maybe have him crawl. You know what I'm saying? You, you put him in cage? Ah, uh, no, 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 no. That one was kind of bondages, that one. God forbid, no. That one's a little bit too... Ah, no, I don't like that one. But, like, maybe... Would I have a collar, like, on, was wrapped around? I wouldn't mind that. Maybe dog walker, man. See there? <laughs> but Peggy, no. Yeah, no, I think... At least I wouldn't want that to be my man. You yeah, know? that's too much for me. I, much. I don't even. I think to Let me, me the only one I feel too masculine in my eyes. Exactly. It's not I'm even like, about emasculating him. I'm like, damn. Like my my version of fucking my man is not that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. That's yeah. No. That's not me fucking my man. Exactly, no. exactly. Yeah. I mean, shout out to you for. Boy, shout out to him. You know, I'm like, I never would have thought. You know that he'd be into thought. that. But I could have thought. Oh really? Yeah, four was. Mm. I mean, it's just funny that he was with Nikki, because, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But I always felt that he just was with her because she was, like, a baddie. I don't mm-hmm. think he really liked that type. Mm. Anyway, but more grease to his elbow, more grease to his asshole with the stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hopefully he got a lot of loop to help him out. Quite interesting. Quite interesting. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Mm-mm. All right. But still in relationships, let's talk about this week um, with Yo Gotti and Angela Simmons. So this week, Yo Gotti had an interview, and Angela Simmons, who is his girlfriend, as we know, called him, and he picked up. He was like, hey, yo. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I got an interview. And she said, okay, and then hung up. And mm-hmm. then social media just felt like Gotti should now be the most, you know, he's Bachelor of the Year because. He's he, Bachelor of the Year? Well, I guess he's not a Bachelor because he's in a relationship. Uh-huh. But, you know, they he's just He's Boyfriend think, of the Year? Boyfriend of the Year because he picked up the phone. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay. First of all, do you expect your man to pick up the phone whenever you call him? No, whenever I call him, no. Like, I expect to pick up, like, if he could talk, but I don't expect that whenever I call, he's going to pick up because he could be busy. Maybe he's in a work meeting. Maybe he's sleeping. Maybe he's doing something else. So do I expect my phone calls to pick up every time? No. Like, that's just being realistic. Like, you should know that every time you call your phone, it's not going to be picked up. The same way I don't pick up every time somebody calls me. That's somebody, not your man. Yeah, if I if my man call me and I cannot talk, I, I could be I probably shouldn't text. Hey, busy right now, call him back. Right. Or when I'm done doing whatever I'm doing, I'll immediately call you back. But it shouldn't ever be like, oh my god, they're calling me. I have to pick up the phone. No, I'm not saying that's the case that with that, you know. Yeah. But I feel like it's unrealistic and doing too much if you expect your calls to pick up every single time you call. I mean, I'm not gonna stunt. Um, when I've been in, in my romantic situations, I feel like my phone call always gets picked up. Like, I, I mean, like the only time it's not going to get picked up is like, and you'll probably, they'll probably shoot me a text mm-hmm. or I already have an idea of this is what you're doing at that time. And you know the saying? same thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like in general, like if out of those contexts, like let's say I'm, you know, like outside I mean, of the yeah, context of you being call known, a man, he should pick up. And I guess yeah. that's, that's what they're saying. Like if anytime I call you mm-hmm. outside of like you're at work, yeah, then yeah, you should probably pick up. Yeah. I mean, that's normal. Isn't, isn't that normal? Yeah, but you said the opposite in a way. You said- No, I'm saying, because you said that, do you expect your man to pick up every time you call? I mean, yes, you want them to pick up, but I'm saying the expectation of, like, 
I have the expression. I'm. I know that he may not be able to pick up every time I call. If that makes sense, like, I'm okay with him not picking up every time I call because in that situation, he's probably busy. He's probably meeting. He's probably working. Those are the take situations out, take, that I so take don't out expect all those him to pick up. Things. So like, no, take, he should pick up. I'm not. Okay. That's what. No, that's, I'm agreeing that he should pick up. But I'm saying that it's also not right to be like, oh, he didn't pick up this one call that I'm going crazy like. He didn't pick up probably because he was busy. It should be because he was busy or he was doing something. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we're just saying the same people just run about. But so like okay, because people were saying like okay, it's the standard in hell now because girls were people said it because I think that a lot of times men do try to use an excuse of being too busy. Mm-hmm. Like when they don't pick up your call, that is what they say. I was yeah, yeah, busy. Yeah. They don't never had no explanation of what they were doing mm-hmm. or how they were doing it. It's just I was busy. Yeah. So I think that 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 was supposed to refute it. But you know, I think that it made me think about like what are the standards like what are the things that gets us going in relationships mm-hmm. like i feel like in this day and age is is that something that like like should people have been in awe or you know like commended that or is that like a norm i think a little bit of both because if he didn't pick up i wouldn't have been, i would understand why he didn't pick up because he in the middle of an interview right you know what i'm saying exactly. so like just to be professional, not to answer the phone call while camera's on and it is live, then yeah, I wouldn't pick up, you know? But also it's like, oh, he picked up. It's like, okay, cool. Shit, he picked up for his bed. He's made call anytime, any moment. He picking up the call. So mm-hmm. that's cute. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's, you know, I think it's a bit of it's the norm, but it's also cute in the sense like, oh, even in a professional setting when he was working, he picked up. I feel like most deep couples are like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 yeah. I honestly think like, you know, even in small things that I've been in, it's like, okay, whenever we call each other, like, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much for whatever situation, it's like, oh, we're going to pick up. I feel that because even me, when when I had, you know, I was, you know, in a relationship, even when I'm working with a client, I'd be like, hey, I'm working right now. I'll call yeah, you back. I'm gonna call I would, you, back. you know, yeah. if I could, I would do that. So, yeah, um, I don't know. You know, I think definitely expectations have switched because – Men nowadays are different. Women nowadays are different. You know, men are full of a lot of bull of a lot of bullshit. So I, it is interesting. It is actually nice to see, especially being like a rapper. You yeah. know, celebrity. It's like okay, if a rapper who he making money, he busy all the time. He pick up for his girl. So you regular motherfucker that you working your nine to five or your entrepreneur, whatever you're doing, you should be able to do the same thing for your mm-hmm. woman. You know what I'm saying? Like. This is a very very rich man that could be like, oh, my phone on, I'm, my phone ringing twenty four seven for some business calls. That's my you know what I'm saying? Phone. Exactly, but he picked up for his woman, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, my issue was like, then he said, "What up?" I'm like, "Ain't no hey babe, hi boo, hi whatever." It's, it was what up, <laughs> but I'm like, you know, everyone's lingo, relationship stuff is different too, you know. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe because. It also, because the camera's on, he didn't want to show that mushy side too. You I know what I'm say, saying? I don't every time I pick up the phone, be like, "Hey, baby," I'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> like, I'd be like, "Hey," it, it was it was too casual. Like, what up? <laughs> like, like what ca- up? No, like, but for real, like, so if you talk all the time, every single time they call, "Hey, baby," like, "Hey, oh, hey, boo, what's up?" You know, it's a certain tone, certain voice. It depends on one's mood, of course, True. obviously, because sometimes the voice be deeper, like, hey, I'm yes. busy. Why are you like, calling? Hey, what's up? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh-huh, you called. I mean, you yeah. good? You know, but if everything cool, we'd be like, hey, you know, we, you know, we all got that little baby voice we got for our boo that we do. I be talking like a straight thug. Yeah, I, Yeah, I, <laughs> My voice be three decibels higher. I be, hello. Yeah. But I'm happy for her. I'm happy for that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, he sh- shot 
she'll, you know, he made his shot how many years ago with he, the song? Okay. His, and you know, it's like, oh, okay, it's working out. Right. Um, she took her time with it. Like she ain't jump the gun like like oh my god, cause he made a song about me. I'm gonna instantly be with trying him. to get with Angela. Exactly. Simmons. So I feel like it seemed like he's proved himself. He seemed like a decent guy. He making money now. He, you know, he the boss of the he south. Look, he looks better too. He making money. Yeah. He own a soccer team. He got his. He, he own a soccer team. Yeah, he owns a soccer team. His um, his, his artist is popping off from yo. Y'all be getting glow Riddle, money bag yo. Oh, true. Um, what's it called? Key Glock, 42, 42 Oh, guns. those his people. All these is his artists. So like, he doing it big. He a boss. Shout out Gotti. He the five star. She for real. she waited till he became a. Yeah, not the daughter of um Reverend. Reverend. Okay. I love it though. I love it though. I think that's cute. Um now I do want to say this. I saw a post, right? It's like uh, a podcast. And this lady submitted her letter. She was saying that she went through her husband's phone and she read that he was talking with his friends and basically he admitted that yes, I know my wife is ugly. And they were kikiing about it. Mm. And then, you know, so she's like, she doesn't know how to approach the situation. Should she break up with him? Should she talk to him about it? Like, she does, you know, it makes her feel bad because it's like, damn, so y'all have been laughing behind my back all this time. That's my My husband is saying I'm ugly and he's making jest of it with his friends. That's really If that happened to you, what would you do? Like, how would you feel to find out your husband thinks you are ugly? I mean, in all honesty, it would definitely need to be a conversation, and my feelings would be hurt. Like, I personally would just be immediately devastated. You know, I know me. I'm sensitive as hell, too. Like, I would be immediately devastated. Like, damn, my husband think I'm ugly. But um, I would ask him, like, what makes me ugly, though? And why you marry me if I was ugly? Because now it makes me think, did you marry me because of my money? Of, you know, you know, nowadays, men like women with money. True. Men are gold diggers, too, now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They looking for opportunity. They, they, they looking to be a stay-at-home dad. Okay. So it was like, I'm going to be like, why did you marry me? It's because I have a good job. I have good benefits. People marry because of those reasons. You know sure what I'm saying? Do. Is it because of my family line? Is it, you know, you know I have this inheritance? Exactly. Or is it because I could cook and, you know, I'll be the person to cook and clean your ass? Because men also marry so they can have their own personal sex slave and maid. You know? Exactly. So I'll be like, why did you marry me if I was so fucking ugly to the extent that you even making fun of me with your friends? Yeah, I think that, like, you know, I think that's actually more so, too, because it's like, damn, you putting me in a group chat. Like, I'm supposed to be... I'm the topic of conversation. Yeah, like, I think... To the what makes it wrong, like even more horrible, is the fact that you're making jest of it, you're doing all of that. Like those are the things that would make me feel like, damn, can we even be together? But like I don't know, him thinking that she's ugly, I would ask like, what makes me ugly? Mm-hmm. Because, or like, am I ugly? But are you still attracted to me? I, but you know, I think those two can exist. You know what I'm saying? What, that somebody could feel you're ugly but be attracted. Like to you him? could know somebody. Like I've dated guys that I know like. In general, like, attraction level, they are not the cutest. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I am attracted to them. Right? right. Like, I know facially he, he ain't the cutest, but he smells good. He makes me laugh. He, he dresses well. He has a nice build. He has a nice personality. So exactly. all those things makes me attracted to him, despite the fact that I know he's not, quote, unquote, a good-looking man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think, you know. But right, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, damn, like, are we, like, how would you feel if... He was like, I'm attracted to you, babe, but you know. Well, let's be real. You ugly. Like, you know that huh? you never been a beauty queen. Kai. 
Gee, that's wicked. I mean, as a woman, that's horrible. Just like all jokes aside, all True. jokes aside, it's like your husband is supposed to be the person that gives you the most confidence yes, in the world yeah. as a woman. Like, you know, he's supposed to make you feel the most beautiful. So to see that just off the strength that, like, you're no longer my safe place, like, it becomes different things like that. That's like, I, what, I be cooking for your friends and stuff, and meanwhile, they laughing at me yeah. like, this ugly bitch. Yeah. Like, I, what? That, that's the shit that's like, and damn. And even if that's the case, right? Like, okay, I'm ugly. It's known. Like, I, I even know that I'm not the hottest babe, right? But it's like, since I became your wife, and even if that's something you chatted with your friends when we first dated, yeah. but now that I am your wife, yeah, you, you should me. not even make that, that's the mention of come out of your mouth, that your wife is ugly, let alone to yeah. your friends. It shouldn't, it shouldn't even come out, even He's, if your friends make fun of you. Because even when I, you know, the people I dated, y'all be like, damn, he ugly. I'm like, well, he cute to me. I'm like, well, to me, like, I'm the one with him. Like, shit, he's, he's fine to me. You get know what I'm saying? Yes. So at least stand up for your partner. And the fact that the, you left evidence, you didn't even say, let me delete this text. Come on. No facts. Come on. Facts. That's cool. But I'm like, I mean, is there room for divorce? I think go to counseling first. Okay. Y'all got to talk about this. Yeah. Like, you have to because it's like, did you always find me ugly? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think these are questions that need answers. Like, at what point was I so ugly that you had to talk about it and we married? Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's the weird part about it. Exactly. Because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I think we also overestimate that whole, like, men men be driven by sexuality thing men are very capable of faking attractiveness as well yeah like i think we really be overhyped and i think that men have more discipline too than we be trying to give them credit mm -hmm. for i think that like like men really pick and choose and know how they're gonna pour into people and how mm -hmm. they're not gonna pour into people absolutely they know what they be doing like men be faking it you know even the really whole like do. you know men fake orgasms too okay. you know they like they really do sure do so it's like uh-uh i feel bad for a girl because mm -mm. i wouldn't want to be i'm like i don't know that makes me very very uncomfortable because i'm also i don't like attention but i want attention from my partner and mm -hmm. i the older i get the more i realize that okay i do want to be complimented by my partner you yes. know what i'm saying like I want you to look at me and be like, babe, you look good. Like, you're fine. You're okay. sexy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you got to say 24-7, but say, say as often as possible. So for me to now know that whether he said it, then this nigga, he ain't even mean it. Or like, damn, he, it would make me feel icky. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm with somebody that does not find me attractive, and at you're all. faking it to this level. You married me, and you kicking up. Damn, that's scary. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. Maybe I'm that, exaggerating. No, but it I don't is. Know. It, it's the fact that, like, you're making jest of me. Mm -hmm. Like, you're, it's not even, it would even be different if you were just texting, like, your confidant, your best friend, and you, like, man, I don't know, guys. I don't know, Sam. I'm just, I just don't find her pretty. She is ugly. I mean, it's like, I don't know how, how I feel. Like, I love her. But my wife is just ugly to me. That'd be different. I could even, we could even really, but that's the fact that you're trying to make a kiki mm -hmm. out of me. Mm hmm. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, man, uh-uh, I ain't going. All right, um, let's do a little music topic. We haven't talked about anything in music for a little while. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing has really dropped significantly this summer, so we're still not necessarily talking about a new song. However, today is the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Happy birthday, hip-hop. Yes. I should watch Brown Sugar later. <laughs> uh, 
So it is the anniversary of hip hop, and as you all know, um, hip hop in 2023 is really looking female dominated. Mm-hmm. And in turn of doing that, of celebrating Hip Hop 50, Netflix has come out with a doc- documentary talking about females in hip hop called Ladies First. Ladies First, mm-hmm. and I think one of the notable things that people have been talking about is there are a few key players of hip hop missing. Mm-hmm. One of those key players being none other than Miss. Onika Mirage, mm-hmm. known to you peasants as Nicki Minaj. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you know. I actually just saw a post today. I think people are liking liking my comment on it. But I saw a post that WGCI posted. Okay. With Cardi B talking about we can't talk about fifty years of hip hop without talking about Cardi B. And I'm telling you, all the comments was like, but we could though. We absolutely could. And I think that, you know, I got to put on my barb hat. Um, you know, part of what happened in 2018, the Nikki hate train? I think what what really happened was that people wanted so bad to knock Nikki off her pedestal mm-hmm. that they really conflated Cardi and really tried to act like Cardi has done more than she has. Yeah, Cardi has one album. I still can't believe it. That is really just one. Cardi album. has one album she dropped five years ago, and every, all she do is features. Granted, wow, the features. You know, she has some good features, but even so, like this year is the most of features that she's done. I don't think anything like I don't think that Cardi. I don't sometimes I don't even consider Cardi a rapper. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I think she's the social media star that just raps. Like she just perfected Mm. what. Like she's the she's the exemplary of the Saweeties, the Sukiyana, the all these girls that are really social media personalities that have songs. Mm -hmm. Though, like I think that Cardi exemplifies that that she was a social media personality. That was able to. Have That's true. Music. She she did start off as a stripper, then social media girl, then she got in love and hip hop, then she was like she's trying to make music and rap, you know. Yeah. And I, I think she lost that drive because I felt like when she came out with But I Yellow, and even when she was on Love and Hip Hop, and she had that um, what EP drop. I have both of you felt like I feel like I felt the passion like oh this bitch is really trying to rap. She really trying to prove like we know like okay she's not the best you know her pen game isn't yeah. the best. But you felt the passion. You could see she trying. Like, this is something she want real bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I feel like she definitely fell into, like, oh, I'm Cardi B, superstar, social media, whatever, whatever. I, I just do this to make extra change. Literally, that that's, that's what is given. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we could talk about hip-hop without Cardi B. Because the crazy thing with the Netflix thing, I'm just like, Glorilla is in it. Glorilla that came out two weeks ago. Literally. Lotto. That came out was like, four weeks ago. It, it, it's really weird. And then, the, then I'm sorry to say, but the old heads, they did choose. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, these bitches old I mean, Queen Latifah Good was in it. Um, I think they showed Roxanne a little bit in it. Um, so those are important old heads. But it's like, make let it make sense. Let it rhyme. I think those old heads should be in it. For because sure. Because they were there before Nikki. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not but saying But even Lil' Kim wasn't in it, But that's what I'm too. saying. I feel like the old heads they chose still were not like, like, where's Salt and Pepper, though? Mm-hmm. Where is MC Light? Where is Yo-Yo? I think MC Light was mentioned in it. That's true. But it's like, is there some, there's some other rap? Girls, like, where's the brat? Like, there's some... I think there's a lot of other rap women that were more popular, mm-hmm. were more... Like, had more hits. Not saying some of these people are not influential, yeah. but I also feel like there's just so much... Oh, I'm gonna pick it. Just, it just correct. gave poorly made, rushly made. Y'all just wanted to do something real quick. It didn't give well thought, planned out. Like, if you really want to respect hip-hop and really acknowledge hip-hop and talk about the history of female hip-hop, no, that was ridiculous. Like that—that that is not a complete paper. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, like, where are your sources at? Like, what kind of what kind of citation is this? Like, yeah. what, what kind of paper is this? For sure. I, it definitely is given, like, they knew that this was happening this year. And, and Netflix is usually really good with doing these um, decade tribute mm-hmm. type docs. But this one, they really missed. I think they just felt like there's a void in the 50, the 50 years of hip-hop celebrations mm-hmm. for women. Yeah. Especially when women are dominating. Mm-hmm. I think there's a void in that conversation. And maybe what the conversation they wanted to have was, oh, women are taking over hip-hop. But you cannot have that conversation without Nicki Minaj. No, you cannot. You, just, you really just cannot. Like, we, without uh, Nicki, without Lil' Kim, yeah. without uh, Foxy Brown, like, like without those people. Like, no, you really cannot. Like, you, like, you, you really cannot. Sean, like, there's so many rapper girls. Like you just you really, you you really I think cannot to have Remy Ma y'all be giving Remy Ma more credit than she, she needs. I'm telling the truth. I, I think the whole Remy Ma is the it's just the she was I, the first down ass bitch in hip hop. I just that's what I was that's gonna it. say. That I, you know when they idolize this whole concept of like. Oh, she ain't snitch. She ain't snitch. That's yes. something I don't understand this whole thing. So because she's not snitch, that's that that was the main thing. And she was in jail for eight years. If anything, I feel like it was Papoos that ever made her more famous. Cause like, damn, bitch, you black had, love. You, you had this man that waited for you. Cause yeah. we don't hear of that. It's yeah. always the opposite. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you had this husband that waited for you. That's what even made your story more interesting. Quite frankly, Facts. that's what it was on Life with Hip Hop. Facts. That's really what. Cause it's I'm all. like, Remy. Real her career, career was short lived before she went to jail. Very, yeah. And she ain't really hit nothing since to me since she came out. Even that all the way up, that was Fat Joe song. Yeah, and the other stuff she was like, I don't, I don't be getting her sound. Now I will say, I think Remy is stepping into her journey. She does have an all female battle rap league. Okay, that makes sense. So that she's good for that. So that is definitely her journey, and I do support that for um for Rem. You know, I think that that fits her so much more, and I'm happy she's stepping in there. Because there was a second, too, where it seemed like she was trying to step in the media. Yeah. You know, she was doing all type of shows and stuff. So yeah. Shout and, out to her for fun. You know what? And I was going to say, the thing about hip-hop is to also realize there are different, like, avenues, too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? As you said, there's the battle rappers, you know? Like, Papoose, that's, he's good for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people... Everyone is not a hit maker, but it yeah. does not mean that your role in hip hop, you know, is not important. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean you did not make an impact. You know yes. what I'm saying? Some people are just best behind the scenes to make the beats. You know, some people, will, you know what I mean? Some people are just better as ghost rapper because when they rap, it's like, ah, you, you don't got that. You flow. ain't got the finesse. You ain't got the mm-hmm. flow, but your, your pen, your pen though, is, is, is great. You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's, I think that's with Remy. I think that, I think when she raps, like, oh, I, I hear the stuff. I'm like, okay, but it just doesn't sound good. Shout out to hip hop turning 50 for changing the world because yeah. hip hop culture has now become the culture pop culture. It is Absolutely. elevated black culture. It's made so many black millionaires and billionaires. Um, some of our favorite actors, some of our favorite entrepreneurs, some of our favorite everything have come here via hip hop, mm-hmm. white and black, Marky Mart, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to, we definitely just wanted to take that time, especially as a hip hop head, I wanted to say happy birthday. Absolutely. Girl, do you see the Asians? They be going crazy with the hip hop. Girl, they love it. Like on YouTube when they do little commercials, I'm like, wait, hold on, who rapped on this or who? SG is Asians. Okay, but between with, dancing, with the braids, rapping, the I'm looks, like, oh, okay. They like they all. love, they love hip hop. It's ridiculous. They so hip hop really is definitely a worldwide. Yes, very. It's a global culture. And you know, little. It's not just a you know worldwide. American thing. It definitely is global. So definitely shout out to hip hop. We love hip hop. Um, what else? What shows have you been watching? I've been watching all type of stuff. Um, I've been up on Apple TV, you guys. I've definitely been kicking it on Apple TV. 
watching all types. So I watched The Morning Show. Oh, I never told y'all about it. So I watched the show The Morning Show on Apple TV. It was a really good show. And it made me respect all of these actors that I didn't take seriously, right? Okay. Like, I've always known Reese Witherspoon is that girl. Mm-hmm. But Reese Witherspoon play. you know how we kind of talk about how Reese Witherspoon low-key be playing the same role? Mm-hmm. This is the first time I kind of saw her in another role. So it was like her, Jennifer Aniston, and Steve Carell are like the, um, the leads of the show. Mm-hmm. And, I like, I think that Jennifer Anderson's role and Reese Witherspoon's role were used to seeing each of them play the other like that role of each other. Okay. So it was nice to see them switch. It made me respect Jennifer Aniston. Mm. Even though she got in trouble for being shady to Jamie Foxx, I think that, you know, white people begin scared about No, this. that's Jennifer Gardner. No, that's Jennifer Aniston. Oh, Aniston. I'm sorry. I know I was thinking about somebody else. That was, yeah. That's a whole other situation. Yeah. Jennifer ahead. Aniston was really, really good in the morning show. And it made me actually see her as an actress. Like, I've always known whenever she do little comedic shit here and there. But um, she has some real stuff. So does Steve Carell. Like, Steve Carell is so deep and mm-hmm. so serious. So, I mean, I like the Apple TV shows. I'm trying to get into their movies, too. They have really good shows. I do like Apple TV. So, that's a plug. Sponsor us. Okay, uh, what have I been watching? I've been watching Master Chef. Actually, it's quite entertaining. That's it's a good show. Um, because as I mentioned before, like I've been eating out a lot, so I'm like, let me watch something that would inspire me to cook. Because sometimes you True. know, you cook. I'm like, I've cooked everything. I'm tired. I've cooked all the type of rice. I've you've cooked rice in different variations. Girl. Okay, I've cooked pasta in different variations. I'm chickened out. Listen, so I'm like, let me watch something, something. So it's quite interesting. It's a nice competitive show about cooking. Obviously, um, I'm watching Fear of the Walking Dead. So it's different from The Walking Dead, but it's mm. Fear of the Walking Dead. Um, do you believe in zombies? No. You know, I'm thinking I'm maybe starting to. Who is zombie? I think zombie in the sense of like, you know, all this whole human experiment is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because, oh, Dumbo. <laughs> maybe this is my own, uh, what's it called? Conspiracy That theory. I believe in. Um, but just even the, the concept of robots too, right? How mm-hmm. now there are some restaurants that they will have some little robot come and bring your food. Mm-hmm. How even Uber, Uber Eats, some girl some. posted it saying that it was literally a little machine that brought her food to her. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and just also this, all these diseases out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How did the history of all these diseases, how did they start? Whether it's from AIDS or even this COVID, you know? So for, for me, you know, I think human beings, Crazy scientists are definitely doing different experiments, right? To see how far to push the human body. Mm -hmm. To see if you could create a living dead, you know? Yes. I I definitely agree with you. Like, I I mean, I will say that it's not far-fetched for experimentation to happen on the body. Yeah. And for maybe some of these people who, like, they tweak their brain or something. Like, some of these mental illness patients we see on the street, like... They might have been in the lab and just let out. Like, and think look. about it, even all this nowadays um, surgeries, even this sciences that's done that today that's successful. How do you think? How do you think all this was developed? It's by experimentation on human beings. You know, mm, surgery facts. was done before before they were able to give us anesthesia to put you to sleep. Damn. Motherfuckers was awake doing the surgery. That's true. That's also what they use slaves for. Don't forget, That's you true. know, was it George Washington that they, these teeth was made out yeah. of black people's teeth? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They used black people's skin to create leather, you know? Damn. So I'm like... This shit is, I'm sure there's somebody in some, maybe it's in Russia or in some <laughs> experiment. Look, and the I think aliens is real, so it why is. can't this be? And I, I think it could also be a, a form of, um, not war per se. Warfare, no. Warfare, that's what I'm it looking for. Warfare. warfare. Like with the 
COVID thing too. Yeah. Also, the aliens thing. Do you think that? Because you know, lately it's been around like, oh, aliens exist. Some people saw like a flying, you know, UFO thing. Yeah. Seeing beaming lights. I believe. I it. mean, I definitely think that the aliens is like they about to gobble us up because we destroying the Earth anyway. So they're like, boy, let's inhabit this bitch. They don't know what to do with it. Do you think we got technology from? Aliens? That's another conspiracy thing, too. They, I mean, I think that there is probably some technology that they've... You know, I, I mean, some of this AI technology, some of this, the, all that Tesla flying this, this, that, and the other. You think, I don't think that, like, people naturally know how to make a car fly. Mm-hmm. I think that they had to see something to see, like, hmm, how mm-hmm. can we turn a, a mobile, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not as big as a plane, but also have the trajectory. and Like, mm-hmm. I do think that there's some things that's like... Where you get that from? I definitely do think aliens exist. I I think it, I think the American government or whatever government they've had, they've seen them, they've had a meeting with them. Like, listen, foreign affairs. I mean, it's just naive. I mean, if you really, really, really think about space, yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. God, think about space. We just call them aliens, like, whatever. Maybe that might not be the correct term. But I do think there's other life forms. Like, yeah, be it, be it they're animals yeah. or yes. whatever. It's high life. For you us, know all the animals would be seen like, damn, where did God make this one? No, for real. Mm-hmm. On some real shit. Like, this could be an alien, for all we know. And I really think that, like, you know, it, it is kind of ignorant for us to think in this big-ass universe. We the only one that exists. only ones. Like, come on, we don't even know what's in the ocean. Gee, that's why those idiots. So may they rest in peace, though. But that's that went all the way down. It's like, what are you looking for? The Titanic. Because it's like God was like, nah, you ain't finna figure out what else is down there. You not the Little Mermaid was the most I would ever see, girl. I believe mermaid exists too, girl. Did I tell you I want to go watch that? That, yeah, yeah, you did say you went to go watch it. That was a good did movie. I tell that, oh my gosh, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was no, that was the best Disney oh, live really? action. Facts, it's the oh. best. Like, and you know, I've been keeping up with the live actions because I'm a Disney kid at mm-hmm. heart. That was the best live action. They perfected it with the Little Mermaid. Oh, I love that. It, it was perfect. I love that. Okay, I can't I wait for it to come on it. Disney Plus. I'm gonna watch it again. I know. Yeah, me too. But I need to go see it. Uh, but yeah, girl, that's my little rant on my conspiracy theories that I believe in. But that's. I know, right? Um, but that's all that I'm watching. I don't think I'm watching anything. You know, usual TV shows, um, Real Housewives and stuff. There's nothing popping at all. Yeah, I'm just chilling. Shit, I'm back at work, y'all. So True, you show up. Um, y'all finna hear me talk about, hmm, I observed this student today. <laughs> that's that to be it. Um, but you guys know we've been talking enough about the hot topics. It is that time of our show where we like to talk about our Analodo. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata! Goofass. Now, me personally, I do not watch Big Brother like that. Um, I know Big Brother Nigeria is popular. I know Big Brother in general is a popular mm-hmm. franchise. Um, but this week on Big Brother, there was a contestant by Luke Valentine um, who got kicked off for using some particular words. So I'm, I'm actually going to play the clip for you guys so you guys can hear what's to it. Anyways, we were in the Yo. fucking cheese room. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're I got, off the fucking leg. Sorry, I'm I gotta go to bed. And I were in the fucking cheese room, now. dude. 
Anyways, we were in the... Yeah. So they bleeped it out, but what he said was, um, as a contestant on Big Brother, Luke Valentine was describing one of his other castmates, and his words were, that nigga dude was sitting over there. Mm-hmm. As to where the rest of the castmates, as when you heard them say, dude, oh my God. Um, now, Big Brother did handle this expeditiously. He was immediately kicked off, so on and so forth. But it really is just crazy to me that you could watch these niggas get, I'm sorry, these white people get they ass beat like that in Alabama and you still get on Al Gore's internet and talk this type of nonsense. Like, And he, he say, said it with the boldness too. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't immediate like, oh shit, my bad, my, you know, that was a slip. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, he didn't give a fuck. And, and I want to give the next Oloto to, to the black man who was there when he said it, right? Because when he said it, the person he was talking to was pissed off and walked away. Like, mm. looked at him like, are you crazy? What, you know, what the hell? So, there's a black dude who was also there. Um, so, this the guy, Luke, was like, damn, why is the other dude so mad? Like, you, you should be more mad at me. He's like, you, he madder than, at me than you are. Like, if anything, I know I probably should be on the floor right now from you punching me. So, he's basically said, the Taunting. white dude, the Luke, white dude, right, Luke, he's basically saying, this is what I should have this is what I should have gotten right this is what I deserve for saying this n-word right I should have been punched on the floor you should be mad at me as a black man but the black what did the black man say man I, I don't really give a fuck about that shit I don't, I don't care about shit like that that's so crazy and, that, and even if you personally really don't care about shit like that but be conscious that you are on TV right yeah, and, and you, you have this platform something. and you're passing a horrible message you're making him think that it's okay to do that and you're making the public think that it's okay to say that you know what I'm saying? Mm. So now when brawls happen, like, motherfuckers just start getting beat up. It's like, we see the reason why it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, that's a stupid, stupid little behavior for you to be okay with. He, I'm not saying he had to punch him, but you didn't even say, But you got to stand up. You got to say something. You have to let it be known that, hey, we don't, we don't, we don't tolerate that. We don't say stuff like that. So I'm glad Big Brother kicked him out, as he should have been kicked out. Ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, that's a big little behavior. Goof ass. But our next favorite segment is Care for the Culture. And Care for the Culture goes to a great black brother. Um, it's a Nigeria, Nigerian uh, man. He is Dr. Professor Oluyinka Ulutoye. He cut a woman's womb at 23 weeks old to remove a large tumor from the baby and placed the baby back in her womb. The baby was then delivered healthy at 36 weeks and um, this doctor, he actually graduated from Obafemi Awolowo University in Nigeria. He's also a surgeon in chief. So the, he he went to school in Nigeria. I love that. You know, it wasn't like, oh, you know, he just did a little primary years in Nigeria and he came to America for, you know, university. He went to university in Nigeria. That's so, like, amazing. The main core skills he got, he learned it from the motherland. And this is, you know, a surgery never heard, heard of to deliver a baby and put the baby back and then deliver the baby back again. That's awesome. I definitely think that, like, that's important. I love that you highlighted that, like, at the end of the day, he got a Nigerian education because, you know, as immigrants, too, something that happens to a lot of immigrants, they have full careers in their country, Mm -hmm. and then they're forced to come to America and start all over again Yeah, because there is a stigma that if you learn this craft in another country that wasn't America, it's not good enough. So we definitely did want to highlight that we are enough. 
our education, our systems, everything, we are enough. Absolutely. Like, if anything, people don't realize that American education system is not the best. Especially when there's women uh, doctors in Georgia that do things like deliver babies and decapitate them. Girl. And Girl. can't talk about that because it's just too much. I really could not read those details. Mm-hmm. But we saw it, and whatever's going to happen to that woman, give mm-hmm. her the book. Mm-hmm. Give her the book. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But, yeah, I... Shout out to him. I don't know if we clapped for him. Any final thoughts, comments um, that you want to share with the people? Um, guys, this has been a rough week. Personally, it's Aww. been hard. A lot of different things have happened. Um, but, you know, I really enjoy being able to come and talk shit about the week with you guys, with you listeners. Um, thank you guys all the time for your support. Again, support us on YouTube as well. We're trying to really get into the mm-hmm. visuals. Grow with us. Glow with us. Um, this is Damio from Cross Culture. Yes. Thank you all for listening. Um, I do not have a quote of the week, but I'll just say, you know, be you. Be great. Stand in your truth. Um, have those hard conversations. Whether those hard conversations... You know, whether it's with somebody else or with yourself, you know, definitely have those hard conversations. This is it's part of it's part of growth. So thank you all for listening. As she said, follow us on our social media, YouTube page. It's Cross Cultural Podcast. Thank you. who is a dumbass, stupid, makes me Hey, it is Erica Mona. It's Damio, and this is Cross Culture. Do you know how we like to start?